I'm Ryan. Welcome to Bible on the Beach. Now, we do this because I want to see uh, disciples make disciples uh, and to see churches plant churches. That's why I do Bible on the Beach. I want you to have an understanding of what God's saying to you every day so that you can feel the strength and feel the courage to follow His will and His plan for your life. So today we're going to look at Acts chapter 5, verses 1 through 11. This is a really interesting story uh, about Ananias and Sapphira. Now it says, uh, <clears throat> a man named Ananias and his wife Sapphira likewise sold their farm. So what had happened at the, what had happened at the end of the last chapter was there was such unity and, and God was moving so powerfully. He was speaking to them about being unselfish, about giving all their possessions. And so really in sort of a spirit of spontaneity, there was so much unselfishness in the early church that people were literally selling their possessions and making sure that everyone's needs were met. This was a beautiful, beautiful thing uh, that was happening. And so Ananias and Sapphira, they had also sold their farm they conspired to secretly keep back for themselves a portion of the proceeds. Now, first of all, it was their farm to sell. Uh, they didn't have to sell it. This wasn't a uh, um, this wasn't um, unselfishness through legislation. It wasn't commanding people to uh, sell their things. This was done in love, cooperation. In spiritual unity. There was no coercion. There was no legislation. Uh, there wasn't a group of people that got together and said, you guys have to do this. This was just all a cooperative co-op movement vibe that was happening here. And uh, I want to point a few things out. It was their farm to sell. They didn't have to sell it. Where things got sideways was that they sold the farm and they gave the perception that they had given all of the proceeds like all of the other people but they had it they had kept back a portion for themselves their sin was lying which is baffling because they didn't have to sell their farm to begin with it wasn't a coercive thing it was voluntary and so why would you lie about it it doesn't make any sense but God takes lying very seriously. And he says, so when Ananias bought the money to the apostles, it was only a portion of the entire sale. <clears throat> now, God revealed their secret to Peter. Now, huh, listen, <laughs> if you're sideways and you're like off and your integrity is all goofy, God will tell somebody else. So um, this is what happened here. <laughs> it happened with Peter. So, Ananias, why did you let... So Peter said to them, Ananias, why did you let Satan fill your heart and make you think you could lie to the Holy Spirit? So this is heavy. This is super heavy. Again, God is full of love and full of grace and full of mercy. But to present one image publicly and then secretly to be something different that's where God gets frustrated with us. And that's what happened here. Uh, it's much better to just be the same person uh, all the time. And, and that's why God thinks so highly of integrity. So <clears throat> Peter says to him, he confronts him and he says, you've allowed Satan to fill your heart. He says, you only pretended to give it all, 
yet you hid back part of the proceeds from the sale of your property to keep for yourselves before you sold it. Wasn't it yours to sell or keep? This was just what we talked about. Peter's trying to make a point here. Dude, you didn't even have to sell your firm to begin with. In fact, if you wanted part of the land, why didn't you just sell part of it and keep, keep part of it? What we had going on here was they were overly concerned with public perception, not their personal relationship with God. Well, that's a word for all of us. We get in trouble when we think more about our public perception than our personal relationship with God. The more you mature, the more you grow, the more you realize the only thing that matters is our personal relationship with God. What people think is one day you're a hero and the next day you're a zero. That's life. In fact, I've taught before that um, both praise and criticism can be used by God. Praise can be used by God to keep us encouraged sometimes. And criticism can be used to keep us humble. They're both good. <laughs> praise and criticism are both good. Let, In fact, let praise and criticism be used by God in your life. When you get the praise, take it as an encouragement to keep doing God's will. When you get criticism, take it as a, a calling to be humble and pray. All good. All good. Now, <clears throat> Peter says to him, and after you sold it, wasn't the money entirely at your disposal? So it's your land. The sale proceeds were at your disposal. How could you plot such a thing in your heart? It was crazy. It was your land. It was your profit. Why didn't you just say that it was on my heart to give X amount? Um, so he says, you haven't lied to us, but you lied to God. <clears throat> now, the moment Ananias heard those words, he fell over dead. Everyone was terrified when they heard what had happened. Some young men came in to remove the body and buried him. So what we had going on here was... This is crazy. I mean, I've never seen anything like this happen. Although I have seen uh, people lie and they weren't, they didn't physically die, but I've seen people lie and their ministry died. Uh, I've seen people lie and their marriage died. I've seen people lie and it killed a friendship. Point is, point isn't if you lie, is God gonna kill you? Well, he could. It happened here but there's a metaphor there's something bigger happening here that lying always brings death lying kills relationships lying kills marriages lying kills friendships lying kills churches lying kills ministries because why well because when there's lying there's no trust and kingdom of God is all about relationships relationship with God relationship with people that's all we have. And th those are completely predicated upon just honesty and truth. Doesn't matter even what you've done. But if you're honest and you're truth, truthful, then God will um, give you favor in your relationship with God and have good, good vertical relationships, good horizontal relationships. It's all about relationships. Lying undermines the relationship with God and the relationship with human beings to the point where neither can exist as long as lying's there. And so this is why Satan is called the father of lies. 
because he is a liar and it's his nature to lie. He lied to Eve, hath God said, he questioned the word of God. He lied to Eve about the meaning of scripture. He lies to us about the meaning of scripture. He lies to us all the time. That's his primary tool that he uses to bring death, to steal, to kill, and to destroy. So let's learn this lesson. Very, very important lesson to learn here. Now, <clears throat> the moment Ananias heard those words, he fell over dead. Now, three hours later, his wife came into the room with no clue what had happened to her husband. Can you imagine? Uh, her spouse had already died for this sin. Peter said to her, tell me, were the two of you paid this amount for the sale of your land? So he questions her. Uh, Sapphira said, yes, that's how much it was. Peter told her, why have you agreed together to test the spirit of the Lord? I hear the footsteps of those who buried your husband at the door. They're coming uh, here to bury you too. At that moment, she dropped dead at Peter's feet. Wow. Now, I can't say that I want to see this New Testament miracle again. A lot of times people pray for the miracles of the New Testament. Well, I want the miracles of the of the book of Acts to happen today. Really, dude? Does that include the people that lie at church die? I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know, dude. I don't know. I don't know. I... I... <laughs> I mean, do I want all of the miracles of the book of Acts or just the ones that I like? Oh, or is it a whole package deal? I don't know. I'm not God. I'm just asking questions. What I pray for is that we learn the heart of this and that it's that God loves truth and honesty and integrity. And that's our compass. That's our North Star. That's what we're trying to, to accomplish in our life. That's how God works in us, how he works through us. That's what... That, that's the big deal. That's what it's all about. This story, now it says here, when the young men came in, um, she was already dead. So they carried her out and buried her next to her husband. The entire church was seized with a powerful sense of the fear of God, which came over all who heard what had happened. So let's pause for a moment and let's, let's pray together and let's check our hearts from this story. And let's say, you know, God, speak to me about areas of my my life that I've lied about or people I've lied to and bring into my mind right now and forgive me uh, and and cleanse me and and wash over me in fact God forgive me that times in my life I've lied to you and I've lied to other people I've lied to myself help me to not lie to you myself or others fill me with truth Fill me with righteousness. Uh, fill me with integrity. And I pray that you would wash over me and cleanse me and give me your grace and give me your mercy and help me to walk humbly before you today um, in Jesus' name. I hope you've taken uh, the time from today's um, Bible on the Beach to think about your life. Think about if you lied to God or if you've lied to other people, you lied to yourself. Take it as an opportunity to recalibrate truth to honesty and and god will give you the mercy and give you the grace to do that so i hope this has been encouragement to you today thank you for watching bible on the beach please subscribe tell someone if this is uh, if you're getting a lot out of it and until next time i hope you have an awesome day